0: In Psalm 34, so if you'd like to turn there, I'm just going to read verses 11 through 14. This is the Word of God. Come, you children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Who is the man who desires life and loves many days, that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil, and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Last week in verse 13, we looked at uh, one of the main ways to grow in wisdom Uh, And is to keep our tongue from evil and our lips from speaking deceit. And I think I shared four uh, brief ideas. One was just to keep silent more. Uh, Secondly was to realize how much the Lord hates lying. Uh, Third was to put off evil speech. In other words, you make a choice, you make a decision, you develop good habits. You put off the evil speech and the deceit and you develop good habits. And then fourthly was to ask the Lord to help uh, govern your speech, govern our speech, uh, to set a guard over our mouth. And to keep watch over the door of our lips. And then we can impart grace by our words. And that's what we're called to do. And now in verse 14, we see here again two parts. Uh, It says, if if we're going to walk in the fear of the Lord, in in other words, in wisdom, uh, we must depart from evil. So depart means you go that way, go the other way. You depart from evil and you do good. And then related to that, you seek peace and you pursue it. Um, Rodney mentioned in his prayer of adoration this morning that our God never wavers in doing good, and he hates evil. So first, in departing from evil, it's wise to remember a verse in Proverbs, um, there are many verses in Proverbs, and it's all a book of wisdom, but uh, Proverbs 16, verse six says, and by the fear of the Lord, one departs from evil. By the fear of the Lord, one departs from evil. Uh, they don't, you, know, you will depart from evil as you grow in fearing the Lord. And in, and in doing good, it's wise to remember uh, Micah 6.8. Most of you know this. He has shown you, O man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you, but to do justly, to love mercy, mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. So the Lord has shown us, brothers and sisters, what is good and what is required of us to do. We're to do justice, we're to love mercy, and to walk, we're supposed to walk humbly with our God. And George Grant wrote a book called uh, The Micah Mandate. Um, Joel uh, was sharing uh, about this book a couple weeks ago I think and I said wow that sounds like a great book I probably should read that well so he up and buys it for me and puts it on my desk and so it made me wonder well maybe I should tell him more often what books I would like to read (laughs) but no I I won't do that Joel Uh, but it's a good book and I started reading this and it it related to what uh, we're looking at this morning and the uh, subtitle of that book is Balancing the Christian Life so Balancing the Christian Life this is a quote It says, by nature, we cry out for justice for ourselves, but Micah challenges us to act justly toward others. In other words, to do justly, to do justice. We beg for mercy to avoid the consequences of our own sin, but we are to be merciful to others. Indeed, we're to love mercy. We easily become proud of being God's children when we ought to walk in humility before him and at peace with others. And uh, Grant subtitled his book, like I mentioned, Balancing the Christian Life, because uh, throughout the book, I haven't finished it, but throughout the book, it looks like he balances uh, devotion and action, uh, being and doing, word and deed, faith and works. Um, So we, we have to be applying the word. We have to be doing the word. And we are to take action in departing from evil and to take action in doing good. We're to leave evil behind, we're to say no to sin. And now we're supposed to do good. And last week, Phil shared from Romans 12 a verse that uh, has great meaning in his life. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. If we are not practicing what is good, uh, we will have a very hard time, I believe, in overcoming evil and not being overcome by evil. And then uh, secondly, in verse 14, we also see that we're supposed to seek peace. In fact, we're not, we're not only supposed to seek it, we're supposed to pursue it. And uh, here again, we must be intentional in seeking peace. You can't just kind of think, you know, I, boy, I wish it was more peaceful. We have to seek peace, we have to pursue it. And, and in being peacemakers, uh, we, we can not do so, and uh, we should be intentional in departing from evil and, and also doing good. Phil also shared last week from Romans 12, Repay no one evil for evil, have regard for good things in the sight of all men, if it is possible, as much as it depends on you, live peaceably with all men. And uh, Phil also said that we're to be peacemakers, not peace breakers or peace fakers. So this morning, uh, the question I would ask are you putting off evil actively? Are you doing so by conscious decision? Are you putting on good by conscious decision, by putting on Jesus Christ our Lord and, and by doing justly? loving mercy and walking humbly with God? In other words, are you and also, are you a peacemaker, one who is seeking peace and pursuing it this morning? Well, praise God for his grace to be able to do good, to even uh, have, be able to choose to do good as his children by his spirit and to know peace in Jesus Christ by his sacrifice for us. And now we are able to be peacemakers. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we do praise you that we can know peace in Jesus Christ and be peacemakers by the power of your Holy Spirit. Lord, forgive us for not more intentionally departing from evil or pursuing peace. We rejoice that because we have been justified by faith in Christ, we can have peace with you. We desire to act with justice, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with you. And we praise you for the means of grace to do so. We partake of this communion with you by faith, in the name of Jesus our Lord. Amen.